and welcome to another episode of the Filthy Lip Out podcast with Kit Alexander and John E. Morgan. And joining us today, direct from Abu Dhabi, where he's at the first European tour event of the season, is Adrian Rittfeldt, Senior Manager of Global Tour Operations for TaylorMade and Rory McElroy and Tommy Fleetwood and many others, right-hand man when it comes to getting the right clubs in their bag. Adrian, thank you so much for joining us. First of all, uh, what's going on out in Abu Dhabi? How is it out there? Thank you. Thanks for having me and that awesome introduction. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds cool. I hope my mother's listening. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, all good. All good. I'm, I'm actually in Dubai at the moment. So I've, I've finished in Abu Dhabi. Yeah, I've finished in Abu Dhabi. I, I, I arrived probably, uh, I flew from LA to Dubai on the 8th of January. So got to Dubai on the 10th and I've literally been working with our staff players who are playing in the, you know, the Abu Dhabi tournament and Dubai next week. So uh, we're obviously launching new products and there's, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of work to get through. And it just seems to work out that every year, the early January in the Middle East is, is a hotspot for, for golfers. Um, so it works to our benefit. We're able to work with all of our staff players in, in a more kind of... Um, you know, timely fashion where, where they're not preparing purely for a tournament in a tournament week. And, and we give them all the, the time that, that they need to, you know, test the new product, um, see, see what works for them, what doesn't. Um, and uh, the hope is that as we move into the tournament week, we've found them a little bit of performance, a little bit of um, better, better than what they have, or, or we've sorted them out in terms of something that they uh, were, were looking to achieve. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously with uh, the, the pandemic and, and, and all the restrictions, you know, we're only allowed two people on site at a tournament. Um, to give you an example, in, in previous years, we, we would have five, six people on site. So um, we have a, a high percentage of the field that, that choose to play some form of tailor-made product through the bag. Um, and it's our job to kind of service them. So, so yeah, that, that week kind of really helps us out. Obviously, a hugely busy week. First week of the season, as you say, guys over there practicing. Yeah. The new Sim Two line has come out. Who have you been spending most of your time with, getting their setup right over the last few weeks? So um, we, we've we've got about it must be 15, 16 full staff players in the field, um, and uh, you know, I, I, me working predominantly on the PGA Tour in America, I've pretty much been working with our product for probably since October, really. Um, wow. So, uh, you know, so, so, so my, a key thing was, you know, we had just signed Tommy Fleetwood. So, so a big part of my early week coming out here was, was to connect with Tommy, which, which I, I mean, he's, he's such a hard worker. I literally got off the plane at 7am and at half past nine, we were, we were on the range that morning and, you know, doing full days, just getting him set up. Um, so he's obviously one, and then and then you've got players like uh, Martin Keimer. To you know, we, we've got a lot of young players who have just broken through on the European tour. Um, so so you're looking at Ra- Rasmus Hoygaard, um, mm-hmm. Sam Adamaki, Romain Lengask, um and then obviously you have Rory playing in Abu Dhabi as well. So so that's um, you know again he, he's a flagship player and and. And, you know, a big part of our marketing 
yeah. exposure comes through Rory McIlroy finding performance in our new product. So that, 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 that takes a lot of priority. Um, yeah, I've got a wonderful team around me. I've got uh, three guys who, who I manage who work in our European department. Um, and they, 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 all, they all came out with, with me for that first week. Um, and then as the tournament started, two of them went back home um, and uh, me and Sam Day kind of moved on into the tournament bubble uh, to continue kind of fine-tuning these guys, I guess. Yeah. I mean, let's talk about Tommy Fleetwood because obviously he's the big size yeah. tailor-made. He yeah. already was using tailor-made woods, but tell us about what you think brought Tommy on board and what you've been able to do for him with the new woods this year and through the bag with the other clubs that I don't believe he was tailor-made with previously. Um, so, I mean, it's a great question. And, and in, in the manufacturer world or the equipment world, you know, I would say Tommy Fleetwood, I mean, everybody would have liked to have signed Tommy Fleetwood. Um, he, Nike left equipment and, and he, you know, for, for three years odd, you know, he, he decided to, to pick and choose what he wanted to play, what he thought was best for him. Mm. Um, now, John, you, you haven't played on tour and you probably understanding Tommy's position to be in that position. Yeah. It, it is great and it sounds great, but I tell you what, it, equipment can tire a player out. You know, you, you're a, especially, a, especially a player at that level and with um, the the amount of people who want him to use their products. Wow. Um, you, you, you combine that with, with arguably the nicest guy I've ever met. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. and, 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 you know, it, it, there comes a time where, where, you've, where you've seen what it's like to be a free agent, where you understand the benefits, the pros, the cons, you know, where's it going to help your game? Where's it, where's it not? Um, you know, all these players have got these huge teams around them and they pick and choose these people uh, very specifically and, and with the main goal to help them get better. Um, I believe that Tommy got to a point with his equipment where it almost got, it got a little mismatched, out of whack. Yeah. Um, and, and the opportunity to sign with a company now that you've tested everything, now that you know the people, you know the, the products, exactly. you know, it's only going to help you if you do it in the right way. Um, and, and, you know, fortunate for TaylorMade and fortunate for, for my relationship with Tommy, um, you know, I was, I was able to, to promise him and offer him that service um, to be that member of his team. So, you know, whatever money's involved or whatever service days or whatever's involved in, in the whole package. The thing that strikes me most about Tommy Fleetwood and him signing with TaylorMade is without a doubt, he would not have made the decision for anything but the right reasons. Um, yeah. God, he loves golf, guys. I've never met somebody who, 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 who loves golf so much um, and, and literally wants to be the best, the best player in the world. Um, has he got the ability to? Uh, absolutely. I mean, it's a tough, it's a tough thing, see, because you know when you come on tour, you've got amazing manufacturers right in front of you. The peer pressure, just just that you put on yourself, anyway. You know, just let alone when you go onto the range and you see all you guys there with just the most amazing equipment there is, and you know, there's there ain't much between you. You know, you're all brilliant at what you do, and the, you, the equipment nowadays is phenomenal. There's so much to choose from. I mean, when I came on tour. 
I, I went for Nike in the end and they weren't up to scratch. And this is why they unfortunately fallen by the wayside because they just couldn't keep up. What I'm getting at is it's nice that you come to a really good conclusion with uh, Tommy Fleetwood because I think he's an amazing ambassador for you, for Taylor Made. I really do. I think he's some some seriously good player. And um, I think uh, I think you're on the way up with him. I mean, how hard is it to to get someone like him? I know his work ethic is amazing, but how hard is it to get him all sorted with all the kit? Um. I think it's it's not that it's hard. It's 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 the standard he sets is high. So 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 yeah, of course. You know, there comes a point where where, where listening is the most important thing in in the whole process. You you, you know, the more you listen, the, the the easier and quicker it's going to be to get him where he wants to be. Um, to yeah, you know, to you know, Tommy's got. Tommy's got this week, he's got a full bag of, of new golf clubs. Um, you know, he, he's been... Were you able to get that uh, Jesus Freewood out of his bag? Were you able to get that Jesus Freewood out of his bag? We found him better. We did. We did. <laughs> did you? <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, I mean, he's a... The, the, the five-wood, I'd say, was more Jesus. But um, we, got, we got there as well. But, you know, I think for me, like, like for example, if you sign a player, right... If you sign a player, you know, and people ask you, you know, so where did you start? You know, where, where, where do you go? You know, and most of the time the answer is, you know, well, we, we, we started with the, with the wedges or we started with this. With Tommy, we started with a two and a half hour conversation on Zoom. <laughs> you know, mm, <laughs> that, that's, uh, that, that's how much it, it, it means to him and is important to him. And, 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 you know, from that conversation, it was, it was kind of, get him a lot of stuff to his house before Christmas um, for him to explore. Just, just, just because he's, he's, uh, he's now in a position where he can, you know, he's at home, it's, it's Christmas time, it's the off season, Not, you know, nice timing. And, and, and then from there, you, you're having more conversations. And I, I think that the image that kind of jumps to mind is so I get off the plane on Sunday, Sunday morning. He's, he's been texting me at the airport, you know, Thanks for your time. You know, let, you know, oh, I'm so excited to get going. You know, he's like, <laughs> "Are you here yet? Are you here yet?" <laughs> um, and uh, you know, get get off get off the plane and 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 send him a message. Just landed. You know, picking up my bags and getting in the hire car. Uh, I'll see you now. And, and and he's on the range and he's hitting balls. And and I walk up to him, and and I look at him, and I'm not even joking. There's 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 two bags there. There must be fifty golf clubs. <laughs> just, yeah. just uh, you know, and, and he's just, he's just, he's just having a, having a good old time. But once you actually get closer to him and you look at him, you see how organised the the fifth that all these golf clubs are. Um, yeah, you know, he's been doing his homework. He's been doing his homework, and 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 uh, you know, not to mention, I've got a bag with me with with you know a bunch of stuff that I've been thinking about that I think he would like. So that's where you start, right? Yeah. Um, you know, that was Sunday, but by Wednesday, we literally, you know, we've got. 16 clubs you know we've got 16 good golf clubs so so it's it's 16 good golf clubs and we're talking about this will work well at Augusta we're talking about you know what about at the open you know what I mean something's gonna have to come out in yeah. the two the, the usual thing you know the thing that all the all you pros panic about on Monday of you know oh I need a two iron 
he's, he's going oh yeah you know you know it, it's panic monday morning for for tommy we're talking about it you know as we set his bag up for the year so so i feel like you know once he's once he's off and running it'll almost you know it's it's just kind of mot stuff small checks but man he tested beautifully and uh he uh he ended off with a with a such a clean set of golf clubs, in my opinion, as a fitter, you know, you, you always, um, you always strive to, to get, you know, everything kind of matched up perfectly from your lofts to your lofts and lofts. Yeah. But sometimes it doesn't always work that way. Sometimes it's a, we need to explore with, you know, this club needs to be a little more upright because, you know, just, just, just because we're, we're, we're watching ball flight. Um, Tommy, it just, it just, it took long. It was a lot of hours. But the, the result just ended off so clean. But because sense. he's such a such a good wind player as well and brought up on Lynx golf course as well. I mean, his setup of his golf clubs, I mean, you must have had lots of less spin, high ball flights, no spin on it, cutting through the breeze, nice and easy. I mean, how, how hard was that to figure out for him? Because you're probably seeing one thing and the numbers are giving you something, but he's telling you another. How, how difficult is that? Yeah, and I think I learned that a little bit about him this you know, you, I'm always learning stuff about our players and that. And um, you talk about like a player's sensitivity um, to feel yeah. and, and he's, you know, where he sees his windows. Oh, and they, and, yeah. And um, this was actually the first time that, that he, he literally stepped back and, and let me, you know, let me, let me tell him, let me, let me ask you the questions and, and then he'll give me the feedback. But he's, um, you know, if if you if you're giving him marks out of ten from a, from what he feels he needs and knows he wants, he probably thinks he's a five. He's he's he's, he's an eleven. You know. <laughs> well, that's 11. good, isn't it? Because that you know, pushes you. That just keeps pushing you. It's it's yeah. It's very impressive. And then um and 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 what also what also I loved about the this long extended bit of work is is how often he goes on the golf course. I mean, yeah. He could he could hit two balls on the range and say let's go on the golf course or he could hit 22 balls but yeah. at some point you know he's going to turn around and say golf course yeah and, and, exactly. and that's good man. which is which is brilliant right he's not going to pound hundreds of balls on the range and you know as soon as he knows as soon as he feels something is is is, is making progress yeah. or get me on the golf course mm-hmm. yeah. um yeah that was you know to watch him to watch him, you know, obviously we're testing golf ball as well, which is which is a huge piece of equipment. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we started off with three golf balls and to watch him dissect these golf balls um, for what works for him was so impressive. So impressive. Yeah. And, you know, at one point, <laughs> you'll love this. You know, you hit different yardages with with with, with you. You guys got your wedges, and you, you're hitting all these different yardages. And at one point, I, I thought he was going like 140, 139, 138, 137. <laughs> I mean, he was he was so in tune, and and he was like, and we had a quad. You know, we had we had a GC quad, um, which 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 gives us good numbers on our wedges, and we had a track man there. So now, so we've got we've got Tommy, we've got Caddy, we've got Coach, we've got me, we've got quad, we've got track man. Uh, and we got a player that is so in tune. Um, yeah. Just, just, just a pleasure to work with. Yeah, I think it's so, Tommy's in for a big year this year. I think Obviously the last sort of couple of years, eighteen months, he's he's not gone off the boil, but he hasn't been as you say those very high standards he sets himself. He hasn't quite 
got the wins he would have wanted. But I think this year he's going to have a massive yeah. out. I can, and hopefully you just put him in your fantasy team, haven't you, uh, Kit? <laughs> He, he is in my fantasy right. team for Abu Dhabi. So I'm, I'm back. I'm putting my, well, not my money, but my fantasy reputation where my mouth is on that. I'm, I'm going with it. Another man who's, who's captaining my fantasy team this week. We're just going to go through all the uh, Taylor May players in my fantasy team so I can get a bit of an inside track. But Rory McIlroy, <laughs> who is my captain this week in Abu Dhabi. Um, I mean, he must be an absolute pleasure to work with. Obviously, each season now, you're not going through such an in-depth process that you've just spoken about so eloquently there with regards to Tommy Fleetwood because Rory's an existing tailor-made player he kind of knows what he wants what he doesn't want for you when you then take the next generation of product to Rory what is the challenge for you to go right I need you to stick this in the bag how do you show him it's better what what do you do what's the conversation there um so obviously so we have a we have a Towards the end of the year, we have a, a photo shoot with all of our, I mean, we've been doing it for a few years now, but basically what, what happens is over two days, we, we, we'll create content and get a lot of our marketing material. At the same time, um, we're, we're uh, releasing or presenting our new line of products to, to our elite, we, we, we call them our icons. So that would be from Tiger to DJ, Rory, Tommy, and you know Charlie Hole, she was, she was there. Um, so, so that that's our that's our first kind of hello world kind of moment with, with regards to the product. During those two days, we'll do little pockets of serious work with the guys. Um, most of the time, it's it's more more the marketing content, but that gives us like you know an initial taste there. And then and then what what happens is you know everybody goes home and you know kind of reflects on on on, on what we've seen and done. And then, um, so so my my boss Keith Barbro, myself, uh, Todd Chu, the rest of our team, will then go into the field. Um, so what what that means is that means not going to tournaments or anything. That's kind of you know home visits. You know, going to visit, you know, Rory at the Bears Club in his own environment um, yes. to do real intense testing. Um, different to Tommy, obviously, uh, because this is the first year we've just signed him, but, you know, we, we will be so prepared for, for Rory when we go and visit him that, um, and he's such a, he's such a phenomenal golfer that the idea is not to reinvent the wheel. The idea is to, to, to show, you know, we, 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 we preach small performance gains and improvements within our products. The, the aim is to give him exactly what he has yeah. and let these performance or technology improvements speak for themselves. Mm-hmm. If they're not there, yeah. he will know, he will, they will, he, if they're not there, he will be the first to, to identify that. Mm-hmm. So, so that's, that's, the, that's the discipline of the work that, that we're doing. Now, um, he gives feedback, constant feedback. Um, and I would honestly say, you know, expect a big year from Rory this year. Um, from, an equipment, from an equipment angle, I believe that this is probably the first year in his time with us where he has a full bag of golf clubs, where he has had legitimate input on the, uh, on the, the final product. Um, and that's you know you know it, it, and and when you when you go and you and you and you speak to him and you and you work with him in in private um you know 
you talk about those things and 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 he'll he'll say to you he'll pick it up he'll go oh the you know that the paint lines and the tiger's the same you know he'll say you know that the paint lines more in tune with what um with, with what i'm used what i want to look at and we'll just nod and go you know yeah. yes funny that you mentioned that. it a few <laughs> couple of years ago <laughs> the blade you know or given with the irons we, we launched new irons at the end of last year and you know all of a sudden rory turns up and the irons are straight in the bag and everyone's going oh rory's you know he's made a he's made a rash change he's just put a set of irons in the bag rory's been hitting those irons for the last six months you know what i mean you give me back and he might say oh you know i really love the blade length on this iron and we'll go yeah <laughs> because <laughs> it's, it's 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 designed around you know what you know you're the best player in the world surely we're going to take your input yeah. um and with our with our expertise in-house you have uh, you know us us guys in the field who, who are like the link between the two um we we don't have a large quantity of, of players we, we've gone more for quality than quantity so you then piece that puzzle together with with all the stats and all the data you get these days, and and I think we can really help these guys. What has uh, you've come a long way though, bud. You've come a long way. Look at this driver, right? This was a seven degree <laughs> driver I got in uh, got my tool card with. This is your your three twenty, but look at them nowadays, right? You know, wow. this was seven degrees, still shaft, half inch shorter than standard, went down the eye of a needle, dead straight. You look at the mechanics of that club now compared to the new Sim 2 that you've just come out with. Can you talk about the Sim 2 and this this thing and how much forgiveness it gives you, how much speed it's generating, you know, the flex twist kind of thing. I mean, you, you look at that product and, and, and if you look at it as a whole, you know, literally from the grip to the head, the whole package, every every component of, of that golf club has, has come along leaps and bounds, right? So, so like... Yeah, you look at that that head, yeah. I've got to head out here for yeah. you. Right? Yeah, it's nothing like that, is it? I mean, let's look at the size difference there yeah, I mean, in itself. Oh, mate. Um, that's a five now, that you're holding there, John. That to me, as a modern golfer, you're looking at a. I'm looking at a golf club that you're showing me there, which which is 100% metal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, I, I'm, 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 what I have here is literally only this front piece. Is the only piece on this golf club which is metal, whether titanium or whatever. Um, so, so what you're talking about is you're talking about the heaviest, the heaviest element, which is which is metal. The idea is to weight is everything. You know, weight yeah. is everything in a golf club. And 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 so this this golf club here is is one one nine five grams. Let's call it one nine five grams. That golf club yeah. that you have me is also one nine five grams. But you can't move it's where the weight is. It's yeah. where the weight is. So 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 now now you're looking at something which is full carbon aluminium. So the, the weight that I've got to play with. So the more weight you can get low and back, yeah. The the better the spin characteristics of the golf club and the more forgiving it is. Uh, so, so, so what we've what we've done now is we've taken that weight, that whole weight from that shell, and we, we're able to put it in the right place to create performance. You know, you combine that with, um, you know, I bet if you tested that golf club that you're showing me there, I bet if yeah. you test it right out the middle, right out the middle, I bet it doesn't test too bad. 
You, you know what I mean? Like you hit it. Yeah, totally. Um, but, I, I, but I, I, you know, I'd, I'd go as far as to say that, that there's this probably, you know, 500% bigger area on this club that's going to give you yeah. the same as that club. I mean, and that's, you know, we're talking about generations and generations of product. Um, as you then go into, you know, the shafts of that golf club, I mean, I would say, uh, you know, the I've been on tour for, you know, 10 years plus. Uh, Robert Rock's the only guy I've ever fitted into a steel shaft. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, it's just, so, 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 the, so the advancements in, in that material and, and the performance of that material, so it's, it's come a long way. But, um, I, I, you know, I've got to be honest, man, I've, I've been with TaylorMade 10 years now. Every year they, they, they throw something at me and tell me to go get it in play. And every year I go, what next? What, how are we going to make this better? Now where? Now where do I go, you know? And, uh, and it, it's, it's fun, man. It's fun. They're, they're smart people. They, um, they, they take the feedback so well. And tour players give the feedback so well. Um, and, 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 you know, I honestly believe that this year we've got a product that, that outperforms our previous product. Amazingly, because that product won literally every second week on tour. And, you know, it, it really did get, get a lot of, call it TV time. Yeah. Which yeah. <laughs> is the, yeah. the, the, the leaders. There's one area I want to go into a bit with you, which I think is going to be fascinating. And you've sort of led into it a bit there with the technology and the, the ball speed and forgiveness you get from clubs. And this is a little bit, let's call it the Bryson DeChambeau factor, shall we? This, let's yeah. everyone rip it as hard as we possibly can, go to longer drivers. You know, golf has become a power game. We know that even more of a spotlight on it over the last year with what Bryson has done and what he's achieved in doing it. We've seen the videos on Instagram and Twitter of Dustin Johnson and Rory McIlroy really pushing themselves, swinging as hard as they can to see what they can actually yeah. get when they're at full tilt. And more and more players able to take that full tilt swing onto the golf course because of their athleticism, because of the forgiveness of the golf clubs these days. How is that affecting what you're doing right now, this craze for wanting to hit it all out and get every ounce of distance we possibly can? I think it's just, you know, you can't stand still within the game and, and you, you, it's, it's constantly evolving. And, and you look at what, say, Bryson DeShane, he what, what he's doing, he's, you know, he's trying to, you know, he's trying to break the, the game, really, in theory. Yeah. You know, you get to, Tiger did it, Tiger broke the game and, and, and you know, it, it became a different game after that. Um, I, I want to say this. Golf equipment and the advancement in golf equipment, um, that's not the reason why, that's not the, the full reason why players are so much longer, or hitting it so much longer and further these days. They're, they're, they're stronger athletes, they're, they're, they're faster, they're, they're, they're more in tune, there's, there's so much more data out there for them to really, really pick out the, the one percenters. Mm -hmm. But what I can say is that golf equipment the biggest advancement for me in golf equipment at the level that I work is how good the manufacturers have made equipment to handle that speed. Yeah. Yeah. To manage it from, from golf ball to, to, to head to, you know, you, you, if, 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 if you gave, um, you know, if you gave Rory or these guys, you know, older equipment, yeah. um, that they would hit it with the same speed 
uh, not with this, when I say the same speed, I'm talking about club head speed. I mean, they would hit it with the same sort of consistency in terms of where they hit it on the face. But yeah. how well that golf ball performs yeah. would not be, you know, it would get to a point where the ball can't hold the, the spin. It'll do something. And so we're actually making equipment that's, you know, fit for, you know, what you put in is what you get out. So, yeah. there, you know, there would be a point where, you know, you're putting in so much speed that the golf, that the ball is is not, you know, it's like losing, it's losing performance through launch angle or spin. Maybe it's compressing too little, too much. Or, um, but, but these days, you know, the, the equipment is so well equipped to to handle the the monster that's hitting it. Are you seeing more players come to you and go, all right, let's try a forty-seven inch driver, even a forty-eight yeah. inch driver. Let's take a bit of loft off this and really crank it. Are there greater requests and greater testing going on behind the scenes of those kind of so, things? So, so Pete, I, 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 can't, I can't really speak for the European Tour. This is kind of my first, first event back here since the lockdown. My team have been running. But I can tell you, I mean, I was, I was at the Masters this year. Mm -hmm. Everybody was testing a 47 inch driver. Every, I mean, I, I, it felt like everybody was testing it. Whether they had done it at home, I, I can speak for our players in specific. Yeah. I mean, every, and, 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 and that's the thing with, with, with tour players, and, and they won't give up anything. Um, but they won't give up anything. So there's, 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 there's probably less of a chance of that actually going in play, or, but they, they won't uh, not give it a try. Yeah, and uh, and honestly, with all of our guys, I mean, they all tested it. They all, they all might put it in play. What's that? Are there any you think might put it in play? Well, so they'll end off somewhere, right? So they might go to forty-seven. They end off at forty-six. They'll they'll get there. They'll find that performance that 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 means that they give up nothing but gain something. Yeah, and that's 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 the balance. And and you know, I I remember we, we were at because in in Vegas, Sherwood. I mean, DJ was at 194 ball speed, 195 ball speed with this 47-inch driver easily. Yeah. Um, yeah. Messing around. I know at the time, Ram, Ram tested it. Same thing. They all found, you know, I've seen Tommy hit, you know, a 46 and a half inch driver. Tommy's driver is 4475. Yeah. yeah. Tommy, Tommy hit it higher, longer. I mean, it was it was huge gains. But But as you start to take it down and, and, and really nitpick, you know, you, to yeah. get around the golf course and perform, you know, Rory, Rory didn't, what, what Rory did, um, which was very smart, is, is, he, is he tried to, he went into something which was as stable, but lighter. You know, the question, the question is, how do I find speed? How do I catch up with these things? And um, I think it really worked for Rory because of how, in balance he is within his golf swing i mean he, he he was sending me he was sending me videos of you know he it was on it was of him hitting 190 ball speed um and uh he was so within himself yeah um, and yeah. from a, but he was and that, that's the difference when you when you look i think for me when when you look at somebody like bryce and you look at somebody like rory you know i was um and then and then and then rory's taken that into this new this new product which which we believe is, is a little more forgiving for Rory. Um, I, I've actually found that with a lot of players, you know, it's, 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 it's very hard to find speed 
just just like for like these days because everything's kind of at the limit. Uh, you can find speed off different parts of the golf club, so so a little more forgiving, a little more faster off off off, off center. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I when I saw Rory hit his first shot on I think it was Monday evening in Abu Dhabi, yeah. pulled the driver out. I mean, it looked like he was swinging at 165 ball speed. I looked yeah. at the monitor, it was 188. And I was like, <laughs> how, how, how within himself is this guy? I mean, it's... Cruise control, cruise control. I mean, it, it, it's, and, and I just, it's, I know, like, with, with the utmost respect to the guy, to everybody that I've been working with the week prior, mm-hmm. um, who are all... Great players in their own right. They're all 22. They're all like young guys just finding their trade. Yeah. Um, that's what you've got to beat. You've got to beat that guy. That's which is it's tough. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, it's uh, not easy. Not when you flush it like he does. Adrian, you've mentioned working with Tiger Woods uh, and being a lot on the PGA Tour. I mean, we all hear stories of how precise Tiger is, how we can tell like a millimetre's difference in looking down at a club head or half a gram in weight or whatever, not even that. What is, is he really that sort of super sensitive to the golf equipment? And what is he like to work with? Um, probably more of a question for, for, for my boss, I would say, yeah. Keith. Um, but um, I mean, I've had, I've had multiple encounters with, with, with Tiger Um and they've all been exceptional. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the most I can speak of, of, of Tiger is probably spending time at these photo shoots and just watching him as he goes about his, you know, his day in a in a in a relaxed, comfortable environment. And um, I mean, it's 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 absolutely mind blowing. The you, you're looking you- at you're looking at five, six, seven of the absolute best golfers in the world. I mean, these guys are just so head and shoulders, you know, above, you know, their peers in both the world rankings and, you know, potential and, and, and the hunger to, to grow and, and get better. Um, and and as, as we go through these, these couple of days, you know, we, we put our players in multiple situations, multiple you know, whether it's a game, whether it's a challenge, whether it's a, a flop shot, whether it's, you know, a bunker lesson or... I, I've i seen Tiger just schooled a lot of them. <laughs> um, with all with, again, with the utmost respect to him and, and, and everybody else, uh, so much so that, that everybody's literally stunned at, at, you know, whether it's a stinger challenge or it's a... I mean, I wish I could. Uh, I mean, we, we're going to obviously bring out a lot of this this content and and and, and stuff, and, and and you know, as we we try and help people become part of our brand. Yeah. Um, and and what Tiger does for us is just is just so good, you know. And you look at the, the irons that he's created for for himself, you know, work working with us. Um, nothing nothing goes in that guy's bag unless it's yeah absolutely perfect and, and 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 what he believes is the right equipment for him um he's got an amazing team around him obviously um you know R- rob who, who goes everywhere with him he, you know re- really 
helps us help him, you know, when it comes to specific parts of, of, of the bag. Um, but yeah, that's all I can say. I think the answer is absolutely yes. Um, absolutely yes. And just speak as little as you possibly can and, <laughs> listen, and listen as much as you possibly can and, and, and you'll be fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> He, yeah, he just knows. He just knows his stuff so so well. It's so interesting oh, that you describe it in that way because we had the me and my golf guys on Pierce and Andy a couple of weeks ago on the podcast. They were at that yeah. shoot most recently. Oh yeah, uh, and they were like Tiger Woods. You you were surrounded by all these world class golfers, and yet it's Tiger Woods's world, and everyone else is kind of existing in it. Everything's at his pace. He's still got that aura like they describe like Rory McIlroy and the other guy like they're they're really nice guys and you have a chat when with Tiger it's different it's like you feel something as he walks past and it's he he's still just x factor what jumps out at me what jumps out at me is how he um how he embraces the other guys man he's uh he sees them as 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 friends you know we're all now call us the TaylorMade family or you know team TaylorMade and you know, I watched him, you know, give Colin Morikawa a golf lesson. I watched him, you know, have have a have fun and, and a laugh and a joke with with Tommy Fleetwood. Who, you know, Tommy, he, he re, I think he really likes Tommy, um, and yeah. he must see something in Tommy that 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 you know makes him like him. Um, but uh, he's so. Uh, He's so professional. Having been, having been Tiger Woods for that long, you know, when when he when he shows up to a to a sponsor's day or, or something that he has to do, he, he executes it in a Tiger Woods way, which is which is only the highest highest standard. Yeah. Uh, and 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 he, he, you know, if he's if he can only give you five minutes, I can assure you those are going to be the the best five minutes he can give. Um, which, which, I mean, it, it, it must resonate into into his life and everything that he does. I mean, you know, some you just have to go back and look at all his stats. For me, he's the greatest player ever. Yeah, is that friendly should. aside something that has emerged and we've you've seen a change in recent years because we've heard about obviously he used to do his own thing and be such a steely competitor and the public perception is that he has become a bit friendlier since the injury, since the controversy maybe you look at last three, four, five years. Does that ring true behind the scenes or was he always that way, perhaps away from a tournament when the cameras weren't on him, when the guys were just hanging out, if you like? I think he's just a guy who loves golf. He, he loves golf. I, oh. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a father. I have two two little little boys, Justin and Rory. <laughs> Love it. And, uh, you know, to watch him, to watch him and his son at that uh, father-son classic. Um, wow, I mean, if that doesn't make you a fan of Tiger Woods, if you're a dad, you know, you watch, I want to I want to treat my kid the way he, you know, in that, in the limelight, I mean, you could see, you could see how, how it's not about the golf. Yeah, no. It's not about the golf. It's, 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 it's there's so much more. You're bringing up a, a, you know, somebody that you want to be an unbelievable human being. And, you know, that's, that's the way I see him. 
No, brilliant, man. I was, I was going to ask you, I mean, you spent many years on the tour trucks, on tour, fitting everyone. I want to ask you, if, well, just give me a funny story about something that's happened. I mean, it happens every week, I know. Something funny will happen. You know, happen. I know the players when they get a little break, they've been beating a load of balls. They've been out on the golf course like Tommy Fleetwood would. They come back, they want a nice little cup of coffee, sit down with you, chat about their game, a couple of clubs that might want to go miss or you know go away and want to refine. But is there any funny, really funny um, kind of uh, stories gone on on the trucks? Maybe with the world number one, Dustin Johnson. You know, <laughs> have you got anything about him? <laughs> um... You ain't got a basketball hoop that you can just erect outside, can you? Because I already can slam dunk it. Such a, such a phenomenal, you know. I um, I, I I remember being with him. It was the 3M Championship PGA Tour, and uh, we're doing a bunch of ball testing. Uh, and he, uh, we just we're just struggling to get get spin. We're struggling no matter what he's doing, you know. From his, no matter what he's hitting, what ball he's hitting, we just struggling to get the spin on the ball and it's racking my brain you know what i mean you can't you don't want to crank the clubs too much or you know do anything out of the ordinary um it was just it was just strange and the next morning we turned up um and uh go and see see him on the range and he's he's pulls out and he's hitting these shots and it's just like just perfect perfect put the monitor down whatever perfect spin just just, just every shot is just no matter what ball he hits Really? So I'm like, I'm like DJ. Well, what happened? <laughs> what happened? He said, no, I was watching myself playing the open, watching a replay of myself on TV playing the open. And, and I noticed that I was finishing my swing over here. And when, when I, on the TV, my swing was, yeah. So that's what I did. <laughs> Perfect. Right, and it's like it's like it, it doesn't have to be like like rocket science, yeah. But no. again, another guy who, who who just lives and breathes golf, lives and breathes trying to get better, trying different things. You know, again, someone who's so so open to to experimenting and trying equipment, but but will only play what absolutely works for him, one hundred percent. What a talent! What what a talent! But yeah, you talk about a, a funny story. I mean, in my in my in my world, I mean, if that was you know Justin Rose or or, or another real in in tune scientific detailed player, you know what I mean? You literally break it down to spin loft and 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 all these things. And you know, DJ DJ finds the game very easy, very very yeah. easy. He is hugely natural, and obviously we know the demeanour of him and the reputation. With him, how much does he get involved in the feedback and the numbers? Is he quite in tune with these things? We hear he's very golf smart. Obviously, you have to be to be the world number one and achieve what he has. But, you know, he doesn't say a lot in interviews. He he isn't the most um, sort of vocal or descriptive of people, perhaps. So when you're in that fitting process... Is he giving you much back or is it a case of you're just looking at the numbers and telling him what works best and then he's like, great, I'll go with it. I think I've lost you. Um, I got you back. Can we back? Cool. Um, Did you get the, uh, hear that question? He, or do you want me to go again? Yeah, I got it. I got it. Um, he, is, uh, he is as in tune as anybody in the world okay. when it comes to his equipment. He is, uh, his feedback is, I would say he gives feedback, which is extremely true to what's actually happening. Okay. You know, he, yeah. He's that, 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 in, he's that in tune that that 
you know, what, when you start to break it down or you start to look at TrackMan or whatever, it's, um, you, you go, yeah, he's right. You know, they, <laughs> it, 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 um, so yeah, I think, I think he's how he comes across uh, probably in, 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 in the media or in the public eye versus how, how he kind of actually is. He's, he's, he's one of the smartest golf people that I've ever met. His desire to, to, to play golf. I mean, you're talking about DJ. I'll give you an example. We're at the US Open Pebble Beach and uh, we're having a practice round. We're having a practice round of perfect weather, just the most beautiful day at Pebble Beach, which, John, you must know what, what that feels like. I've played that a few times. It's beautiful. Perfect day. And, and, and we're, we're trying to get around uh, the course like as quickly as possible. And he's, he's, yeah. you know, he's hitting all these like beautiful chip shots with different, different lofts on clubs out of like bad lies. But, you know, and, and, he's, and, he's, and he's, you can see how smart he is, which is, which is half the battle in terms of scoring and that type of thing. But he's moving a little quicker than than normal. So I look at I look at his I look at Austin and I'm like, Are you guys in a rush? And he's like, Yeah, we got a tea time at another golf course afterwards. What? <laughs> you know, so, so, so they're getting through the the practice round for, for for the U.S. Open, but but he's, it's it's so that him and his brother can then go and play golf somewhere else in the afternoon. I mean, there's probably some good. So, there's probably Cypress Point. You, you tell me the guy don't don't love what he does and and yeah. and, and, and is appreciative of, of, of everything that, that that he gets. Do you know uh, where that tea time was? Because to rush to get through a round at Pebble, I mean, there's some special courses around there, but that would have to be top notch. <laughs> I probably was. It probably was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't say it was. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I I can't remember. I was at Pebble. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Who's the most? Awkward person to fit, the most difficult. Hmm. <laughs> oh, man, you put me on the that was always there. that was always coming uh, in. None of them. I'm, I'm the best. I'm the best fitter. <laughs> Is it they're all difficult until you get your hands on them, and then they're just like a dream. Like I said earlier, you just have to listen, listen, listen. <laughs> talk less, listen more. You you, you, you get there. And um, everyone's different, kid. Every every, every player is a. You know, just just like the the clubs are no two clubs are the same. Um, so is what's important to them. You know, what, what what's important to the DJ uh, might mean nothing to Tommy. You know, and and, and and that's the important thing is finding out what that is. Uh, so you're not putting them for something they don't care about. Um, so 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 difficulty. You know, you might find a player, which is <laughs> majority of them, which which wants something more than what they actually have the ability to do, which is the pursuit of, of getting better yeah. and managing yeah. that. And sometimes that's not just a one-off thing. That, that might be a journey, you know? So, so, so you, you, uh, that, that becomes difficult, is managing the, the patience and the expectation to getting them where they want to be. Yeah. Uh, and that sometimes might not be the equipment, you know? It might be a conversation with, with, with the coach or the, you know, something you know the conditioning person or um you know the putter coach or you know i, I think it, what's nice nowadays in my job versus you know early early days um is, is i'm more involved in in the whole approach whereas i would say in, in my early days it was more slinging clubs out there and seeing what you can get in play it's, yeah it's, it's gone full circle there and i'd say for the last five years 
you know, we've, we've got stats people in-house. We've got, you know, we've got our whole development program, which is our college system, which is really our pride and joy, which, which is it's kind of an unsung hero. You look at players like Colin Morikawa and, and Matt yeah. Wolf. And there's a young kid in South Africa, Jaden Shaper. Um, yeah, very good. Who I can tell you will, will be, will be a, a golfer of the highest, highest quality. He's totally agree. He looks 14. <laughs> um, but that's a good thing, man. And, 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 he's, and he wants to grow. And, and you know, we just, we're just working with these guys in such a different way now. Um, and I think the equipment plays a huge role. A huge role. You know, 14 clubs and a golf ball, right? You've got 156 players in the field every week, give or take. You've got 14 clubs and a golf ball in every player's bag yeah there is no ways there's nothing to do <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, could walk, you could walk up to every one of those players and not one of them is going to say i have 14 golf clubs and a golf ball that's perfect <laughs> you know so 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 and the relationships and the, and the work and, and and it's not a monotonous week either you know you're not week in week out you're not doing the same thing every week brings its its own challenges its own conditions its own you know it's it's so such a variety, you know, from from the country you're in to to the work that needs doing to where that player is in in you know is he is he playing well and wants to test is he is he is he not playing well and, and wants to work out why you know there's so many different um, questions and answers it's it's a great job I'm very proud to to do it. Oh man, I can imagine. Who I want to mention? There's one other player I wanted to mention. Go for it. His swing fascinates me and I love it and that's Matt Wolf. I, I love the little move I, I, I just it makes me smile when Matt Wolf swing a golf club I've got to be honest like no one else weirdly what was it like to fit him I like the first time you saw that swing in person I mean what's going through your mind as a club fitter I mean not I mean you, you can't help but be in awe of, of, of what you're seeing um and, and, and I think the more, the longer you, you're in club fitting, I, I mean, I'm a, I'm, I'm a professional golfer by, by trade. So I've taught golf, you know, to understand the golf swing and I've taught golf for a long time, um, but I've also fitted golf for a long time. And the more I've gotten into what I specialize in, the less I, I, I look at somebody's golf swing. Yeah. Um, I, I look at impact, I look at what's happening at impact and I look at ball flight. And, and between those two, I try and, create something which is which matches and works um man this guy's got speed like you can't believe it's and 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 it's what what fascinated me hugely was how much he he ripped up the ground (laughs) really i mean you, you people you talk about you know the power the power coming from the ground up and there's there's a, there's a lot of evidence to say that that you know yeah. that your energy comes from there. I've never seen any player damage turf or, <laughs> or a mat like that. Um, well, with his feet, just turning it up, like ripping it, it to shreds. Where it's moving and how it's got a hold, um, and 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 he swings within himself. And if you ask him to turn it up, I mean, I, it's. It's twenty percent you can get on there, um, you know. So, so working with a player like him, um, 
it's he's a unique fit and 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 you have to he's kind of the guy you have to kind of manage so if you got if you got a, a needle where you've got distance and accuracy you know he's the guy who you can you can lean towards the accuracy side of things uh, and sacrifice distance because if he wants it he's got it you know so so then you have other players that 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 you know if you look at you know particularly working with 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 lady professionals like you know like Charlie Hall SA Park or whatever I mean they never miss a fairway yeah they, yeah it's it's very you know to be to be at 50% fairways on the PGA Tour is um you know is it's probably average 60% at 300 yards is 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 best driver of the golf ball in the world you you got the ability to compete with on any golf course in any condition you know on 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 a, with a lady professional you're probably looking at 70% so you you're fitting more towards that how far can you hit this before you start to hit it offline yeah. um everyone's different but but going back to Matt Wolf um uh, I, I mean he's what is he He's 13 in the world now or something. Um, he has got so much growing to do in, in the best way possible. And once once he starts to really fine-tune and understand how good he is, you know, yeah. it's 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 an American superstar. Definitely. I got I got a bit of trivia for you, mate, uh, Adrian. I got a driver I nicked off the truck. Um, when I was playing an event, I was playing the Deutsche Bank in Boston. I was playing with uh, Davis Love and Zach Johnson. And it was when... Nike came out with the Sasquatch driver. Yeah. So, um, it, you know, it was good, brilliant at the time. And anyway, they didn't have the certain kind of loft I wanted. So they said, we got Tiger's backup, right? So <laughs> I kept it, but I want to run it by, I want to run it by you. This is a 7.5 degree driver. Now I know you fitted in for a driver. This is 7.5. By all accounts, it's bent to 6.8. So I couldn't, I, all I wanted to do was keep it below the trees at the Deutsche Bank, right? Because it was so windy. If I got it above them, it was going to blow everywhere. So I needed somewhere to go low, right? He's got lead tape around the bottom here, lead tape there, lead tape around the top here. This is an 83-gram shaft, Diamana, right? 83-gram shaft. Now, the boys are in like 60-gram shafts nowadays, aren't they? And 70, yeah. nothing like 83. You know, with the loft as well, they're all lofting it up to like 10, 11, stuff like that, you know, for different spin ratios. But what I wanted to ask you is, when you've got a driver like this made for the GOAT, Tiger Woods, yeah. what kind of driver are you making up for Tiger now? What is, what's, what's the difference now, you know, in technology compared to this? Back then? Like I said earlier, you think, what I said the biggest advancements in golf equipment is how we're able to make equipment to manage the speed and the, the power of the person that's, so what you mm. put in, what you get out in performance, you know, Tiger's spec now is probably. It's different, isn't it? Because obviously he's had his yeah, injuries. But... Using, he goes between that, uh, he's still using a DMR shaft. I mean, he, he, he loves that, that, that brand or manufacturer shaft. It's, it's mm. 65 grams. It's, 65, there you uh, go. You're looking at the, you know, you're probably using the Sim, Sim 2 head or Sim 2 max head. He's, when he's doing, you know, we've sent him all the stuff which he's doing testing with. But that, you know, I would say he's probably playing easily a degree, degree and a half more loft than that. Yeah. Even more, depending on what he's doing with his golf swing. Um, loft is definitely, again, why, why, why would somebody play six degrees of loft and 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 and, and eighty grams of weight? Because they're trying to manage the speed 
And that's yeah. that's the weight and loft that could create the performance. So nowadays, you know, you've got you've got lighter products that can hold the same uh, intensity, uh, same stability. You've got you've got clubs that can have more loft on because they don't spin as much. So the only yeah. reason the only reason somebody will play low loft is to manage spin. Loft yeah. is your friend. You should play the most loft you can you can find. Which which doesn't hurt you, and uh, and and we've got to a point where we've got these high, you know, these high speed guys, and we can give them loft because yeah. because the not gonna the ball's gonna perform. You know, again, I mean, we can talk about you know Bryson and Bryson talks about you know they talk about his spec being a, a, a five degree driver. You know, back in those days, he would have needed to use one degree. <laughs> you know, to, to be fair you know and, and and you think of like that that would be the you know he, he is stressing equipment big time to try and find stuff to manage his speed um, yeah. but, but yet yet the, 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 the industry is doing it yeah. and, and, and that's the advancements the advancements is, is the you know is the ability to do that well I think people are going to love that cheers Adrian top man that, that will <laughs> What a way to finish that bit of insight there about Tiger there the up from John uh, compared to the new stuff from Adrian. I mean, that's an incredible chat talking about some of the absolute best players in the world, the equipment they use, what kind of people and golfers they are to deal with. Brilliant. I hope everyone uh, listening at home uh, enjoyed yeah, that as much as we did. Uh, Adrian, thank you so much. John, thanks no for as ever uh, everyone listening at home thank you for tuning in please remember you can follow us at filthy lip out on twitter wherever you are listening to this remember to like share post your reviews give us five star ratings thank you again for listening we will see you all again next week <laughs>